ComC.com is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 26 million cards across all sports, genres, and eras. With a ComC.com account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time, ship them home together later, or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace. ComC reached an incredible milestone during this year's national by processing their 100 millionth item. ComC looks forward to offering safe and easy trading card consignment for years to come and continuing to focus on fulfilling their mission to optimize everyone's enjoyment of the hobby. To stay updated with ComC, please follow them on social media at Check Out My Cards on all platforms. To learn more about the exciting changes being made at ComC, please visit blog.comc.com. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Today's topic is card art. We've seen a continuous rise in the popularity of artists and sports art on a card format over the last few years. We had Tim Carroll who makes mosaics from cut up baseball cards to make a bigger card picture to Ken Carl to the rise of Project 2020 and now Project 70, Game Within a Game. There's been all kinds of sports art that is coming alive, and it continues to grow in popularity. Beckett did a whole magazine issue on card art earlier this spring, and at this year's National, card artists were some of the most popular people that everyone was getting their picture taken with that was a part of different booth and corporate promotions and that type of thing. And so that that combination of trading cards and art continues to grow in popularity. Well, today we've got Tony Bianchini from cardart.com. He is going to join me for a conversation about what he and Blake Jameson started and now how that has continued to grow and progress and evolve and change to involve even more artists. And so we're going to have that conversation with Tony here in a minute. But first, as I always do, I am going to tell you about Underdog Collectibles, the online shop run by collectors for collectors who breaks new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. You can check them out at udogcollect.com to see what they're breaking this week, or you can stop in their store in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes, that's right. They have a physical card shop as well where you can pick up singles, boxes, any of the uh, normal supplies and things that you would want from a card shop. You can also watch some of their breaks live in the shop. So check out Underdog Collectibles at udogcollect.com and tell them the Wax Pack Hero sent you. Hi, this is Greg from the Rebel Base Card Podcast, and you are listening to Mike Summer on the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Tony, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. Appreciate it. We've had a chance to talk several times behind the scenes um, with the work that you do with some of the the various card artists within the industry, but we've never actually had a chance to talk on screen with you being the person that I'm, that I'm interviewing. So I'm excited about that opportunity today. Yeah. Usually I'm the guy behind the scenes and not the guy on the screen. So it's, it's a funny position to be in now. Well, maybe we can just start then by introducing people to who you are and how you got involved in the industry. Sure. Um, Tony Bianchini. Uh, I run cardart.com uh, and have 20 years of PR experience 
mainly working for a lot of like a technical industries. And before 2020, I wasn't involved in sports art or baseball card PR. And I've been a collector of baseball cards for a good 35 years. Um, and it was a great merging of my professional experience and my personal love of the baseball card hobby. Uh, and so I got involved uh, with Blake Jamison and, and FDOT on Project 2020. Uh, they were both sports artists working for the project and uh, they didn't have a big community uh, in the baseball card community. So I helped both of them develop that and, you know, promote their cars that were on the top's website, promote their overall art in general. Uh, and I, I think like me personally, I never collected art before. And now um, I have 10 Don Mattingly paintings in front of me from different artists. And I think a lot of baseball card collectors are the same. And they were introduced to art last year because of that project. Yeah, I think one of the key things that you you said there that I want to make sure people pick up on is the community aspect of those artists and the the card art that they were doing with Tops as part of Project 2020. It yep. seemed like those artists that garnered the most popularity and attracted a bigger and bigger following were those that were engaging with the community and participating yep. with the community and having dialogue with the community about what they like and they don't like and celebrating both the art and the sports that go along with it. And so I was that a, a an intentional strategy that you used or that you had to help them come to see the value of doing? For, for sure. Not only in, in baseball cards, but community is a huge theme that any company needs to think about when they're trying to sell a product because your consumers want to feel like they're part of it. And then someone else out there is like them. Um, everybody's the same. And so building that community and getting people involved in the process uh, is so important. Uh, you know, people were buying autograph cards from the artists last year. And I, I told both Blake and F that they're not buying the baseball card. They're buying the experience that you made for them to, from the start of it to the finish. And now they're holding it in their hand and they feel like they were a part of it. So that's such a strong, like emotional thing in, in everybody. Now, another artist that you began working with this year who had done some work with Tops in the past and continued in that relationship this year is Paul Jenis. Yep. His Game Within the Game program is, is another um, product on tops.com that collectors could get that is based off of original oil paintings. Can you talk a little bit about um, your work with with Paul and what types of community aspects are, are put in place to, to interact and engage with him and his work? Sure. Uh, so this is the second year of Game Within the Game. Uh, last year, uh, you'll notice like the design has changed this year. So last year there was borders on it. There was a matted finish. Uh, and I told Paul when I came on board with him, like, this looks like a baseball card, but this doesn't look like a mini oil painting. And I think like people, like, people haven't seen something like that before. So switched up the design, made it full bleed uh, and glossy. And people like, I think they like freaked out on how cool and different looked. And it looked different than other baseball cards that were out there. Um, and, you know, so like I said, started working with Paul late 2020 and started building that community on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, you know, got fans to figure out and be aware of who Paul Janis was because that's a, another key PR thing. If you're not aware of something that, that it exists, you're not going to buy it. So first we have to make them aware of it. And, and, uh, and once they're aware of it, then they come looking for more information about Paul. They're buying more of his baseball cards now. They're buying his art that's different from baseball cards, which I think is so cool. Yeah, that's that's one of the, the cool aspects. I think I, I had last year's 
full set as well. But one of the things I appreciate this year and about the new design, and, and maybe it's just the way that the the full bleed pops and looks yeah. more like that original um, oil painting or that mini oil painting. But it seems this year, more than last year, you can see emotion in those players. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, the Acuna at the beginning of the year, you could just see the, the joy that he was having it's in so that funny. moment. And it really just came through. Um, it, in the current design or in the, in the current incarnation of the, the layout. That's so funny you say that because the process starts where like Paul and I are sitting down and we talk to fans too, like what kind of images do you want to see? So we go on Getty images and we pick the best ones. And we found, I found that image and I said, Paul, let's start 2021 off with a smile because 2020 really sucked. Uh, and so that, that's the reason that, you know, he, we picked that. So it's cool that you picked up on it. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. I thought it was a great way to start the year. When you were doing your intro, you you mentioned another thing, and it's one of the things that Blake and I talked about in my conversation with him several months ago, but that's cardart.com. And yep. you and Blake got that off the ground. T- talk to me a little bit about what cardart.com is and how sure. it's progressed in these, these last several months. So last year when we were collecting Project 2020 cards and kind of promoting that, we were also, you know, still fans and buying boxes and boxes of cards where we were like breaking them uh, live on, on uh, the YouTube show Blake has. Uh, and then he just started painting on them. And the people that were watching, we called it Team Hot Plate. And he would put them on like paper plates and would splatter paint them. And people loved them and it because they look different and more exciting than any other baseball card they've seen. Some of it was covered up by the paint, but it just was a unique piece of a collectible. And so out of that, um, we got probably 2000 cards and I would be speaking with people one-on-one on Twitter and Facebook, like, what's your favorite team? What's your favorite player? I'll send you a card art. And that's another key thing that like people love their favorite team. They love collecting their favorite player. And so this was something different they hadn't seen. So I was like, I'll get you a Yankee card art. And I would take the time. I would write out the envelope by hand, bring hundreds to the mail uh, every day. And then we said, let's just, Blake and I said, let's just start cardart.com. And out of that, like we were making uh, every month uh, a one of one, probably about 30 to 40 cards of different players. No card was alike. Uh, and then after that, we started bringing on different artists uh, who have different styles uh, from, uh, we have uh, California JJ. I don't know if you could see this, but it's got a gold frame on it and he calls it his blackout series. Uh, and it's just different than anything else like I've seen before. Matt Burke has, here's his Ken Griffey Jr. card with wooden borders on it. And he's a craftsman and uh, crafts these borders together. You probably know Todd Clark. Uh, you know, here's another uh, Aaron Judge card where he's taking five or six baseball cards and putting them together and making one. And then let me show you, here's another one. Mr. Shake and Third Dan Art are doing similar things. So it's definitely, it's just like a different thing that people haven't, haven't seen before. And I've, I, I can admit it. Um, I don't know if you can admit it, but when people come over to the house, are you showing them your dorky baseball cards? I'm not. Right. But I want right. to show them like these cool pieces of art because even people that don't like baseball cards will be like, wow, that's really interesting looking. So I'm going to encourage everybody to go check out cardart.com to see the examples of, of what Tony was talking about. When those first ones that, that Blake did, they were paint speckles yeah. on top of the existing cards. Some of the things that you're showing here are cards layered on top of other cards or other mediums layered on top of these cards. And so it's not just card art from a a painting side of things. 
it's actual other mediums and other forms yeah. of art being put on top of these these cards and these photographs yeah. to make something new and unique. And that's Absolutely. pretty cool. Yeah. And um, another one, this is uh, Hollywood Dusay, uh, a friend of mine. He drew this by hand. And this is uh, Mike Epps, the actor. He met Mike Epps. Mike Epps signed the card. Uh, this is the only one that exists. And it's just like a, a cool thing. So Blake, you know, was splatter painting on it, but also he was stenciling on them and making um, one of the stencils was one that he used in the 1951 top set that he did with the diamonds, a baseball diamond and the bats and the balls. So like it was uh, kind of coming together that way. One of the questions that I had as as this was rolling out over the last year and I would see more and more of these examples is did any of the manufacturers chime in? Have you heard much from them as as you've uh, as the artists have taken these finished products and then added their own unique flavor to them? Have you I heard wanna, anything from the manufacturer? I want to reiterate again that these are all one of one collectibles. So there's uh, we're not looking to make a thousand card run of something and make millions of dollars uh, that would, you know, pique the interest of, of people. We're, we're selling one of one cards uh, that fans can can one off buy. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, to me, it shows that appreciation that people have for for what they've done. Right. It's it's taking it's taking those cards, which are great in and of themselves and adding some some additional personality to yeah. that to make a, a collectible or a piece of art that that somebody can display. Sure. And so and, I you think, know, people can people can resell them, uh, but I really want them to keep them and display them with pride and enjoy them. And so if people want to check them out, um, they go to cardart.com. How often do new cards get released? You know, yeah. how often are you taking on, you know, new artists yeah. that, that come in and, and start selling? How does that, how does that process work? Sure. So the site is real easy to remember, a uh, cardart, C-A-R-D-A-R-T.com, just seven letters. Uh, every month we try to introduce a new artist with a different medium, just to shake things up and to show people different stuff. Um, I probably have three or four artists in the queue. Um, one is California JJ that his card's going to be up on the site in probably two weeks. And then like September, October, we'll, ha we'll have new people coming out. Where can people find you and follow along sure. with what you've got going on? Sure. On uh, all social media handles, uh, Twitter and Instagram, um, I'm abinkini23. So that's A-B-I-A-N-C-H-I-N-I-2-3 for Don Mattingly. And then it's Tony at cardart.com. Anything else you want people to know before we go? I just think, you know, the card art thing, scene is just something that has emerged uh, thanks to Project 2020. And, you know, like I said before, I've been a collector my whole life and I find a lot of baseball cards boring. It's a lot of it's pitchers pitching and batters batting and not a lot of cool images. You know, you see Stadium Club that has cool images, but there are not many sets out there these days that just kind of try to break the mold and, and look different and make people excited about them. So that's what we're trying to bring to card art. I like it. I like it. And I encourage everybody else to go to go check it out at cardart.com and get in touch with, with Tony if you've got any questions. Thanks again, Tony. Thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate it. The Sports Card Shop is your small town local card shop with the global reach. Located in New Buffalo, Michigan, the shop is one of the most accessible in the Midwest. In addition to being an authorized Panini Direct Dealer, the Sports Card Shop carries all major trading card brands, including Tops, Upper Deck, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, and more. 
With all that new wax, a half million singles, and showcases full of graded cards, you're sure to find something great for your collection, whether you're just starting out or a seasoned collector. The Sports Card Shop is your one-stop shop. So call us, come see us, or visit us on the web and social media. Our phone number is 269-469-0140. Website is thesportscardshop at moco.com. The Sports Card Shop is part of the MoCo Retail Group, connecting sports, the hobby, and people around the world. Well, thanks again to Tony for coming on and telling us a little bit more about CardArt.com. He's done some great work with all of these different artists, building a community, and now finding a whole new way to display card art and get it into the hands of their fans. And I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to another episode of the podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback. Reach out to me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. Send me an email at WaxPackHero at gmail.com. And like I always ask, please leave a rating and review on your podcast app of choice. It really does a lot to help other people find the show and lets me know what you like and what you don't like. That's all I've got for you today, so I'll catch you next time. <laughs>